Justice and the American Podcast. Hey. Hello, this is Cape Crisis number 56. Uh, I'm here with and Brett Elston. Thanks for and, introducing me. Uh, yes, sorry. You won't I, have my sound effects to kick around anymore. I'm sorry, who are you? 56 is the number of characters in Marvel vs. Capcom 2. That's true. I remember because I did a feature on the all 56. What I if remember. it's episode 55? Uh, do you oh no, it's it? 56. It's 56. It's totally 56. I know what number it is. My bad. I didn't even say I'm H-E-N-E-R-U-Y-G on Twitter. Yeah, look for the Man of Steel spoilers. You can't miss them. All right. Look, I'm sorry. I've been spoiling Man of Steel left and right because the movie made me so angry. But uh, we're gonna talk about this again. We're gonna get to it in a little bit. Well, I'm gonna to... go on uh, the first ever Laser Time Studios beer run. Okay. Yeah, this is gonna happen uh, live. live so you're here, you're here real time. How long it takes Chris to get beer? Um, I might call in, check in with some progress. You guys, let me know. Right, uh, clock's starting to tick now. Call right. Henry's phone. I don't have mine no. on me. Bye, All right. guys. All right. Yeah, actually, call us when you get there, because then we'll know exactly how long it took you to get there. Okay, done. This will this will be great. Um. All right. So. Yeah. I think I heard the door open back there, so there might be a ghost ghost or a hobo. Chris doesn't even have on his shoes yet. No, but he's doing some great Foley work. Axel Foley? Axel Foley. God. That's a callback, guys. Yes, to that, to that episode we already did. Yeah, um, if you listen to the VG Empire Brett's podcast. Yeah, so I haven't heard your thoughts on Man of mm-hmm. Steel. So what, how, are we, how are we doing this? Are we talking well, about this? Well, before we okay. get into some more Man of Steel spoilers, just in case you still haven't seen the movie at this point... Uh, I did want to catch up. Brett, what have you been reading? Oh, well, on topic, I actually bought Superman Unchained. Oh, the uh, the first issue of the Scott Snyder. Which confused me because people were saying, oh, Snyder this, Snyder that. And I'm like, well, Zack Snyder is the director. <laughs> is it the, it's the, weird. Are they related yeah. at all? Is it just pure coincidence? I guess it is just pure coincidence. Yeah, uh, yeah it's uh, the, what's, what's his first name? Snyder? Scott. Scott Snyder. Uh, I recognize the name. So what else has this guy done? Well, he uh, you were reading uh, Death in the Fam or Death of the Family. Okay, got it. He's the he's the bat the acclaimed okay. Batman. Writer. Okay, uh, so I picked up that because I did want a Superman jumping on points, mm-hmm. and I've been reading Justice League, and it's all right. And here it is, Jim Lee again. Jim Lee again, really uh, paying the bills uh, yeah. this past couple of years. Well, he doesn't even need to draw. He's the chief executive right. or something at DC. No. But, but he draws real good. So he does. He really does. It's kind of a style that's persisted this long. But uh, but uh, I was a little miffed that it was $5. Yeah, and it didn't that, seem like enough pages no, to be $5. No, it did not seem like a $5 issue at all. So I was a little mm. upset about that. But, I mean, it was like... I think it got the characterization of what I know of Superman, and it's not much, to be fair, but what I know of Superman, his intent to help other people mm-hmm. really came through, which is the thing I don't think we found in that movie. Sure did. But um, I, I started reading that, and it's good. So I, I like the first issue. So if you're looking for a Superman jumping on point, I would recommend that. The entry point's a bit steep. Mm. But it was a decent story, and it did have a good preamble. Although I didn't get the stinger at the end, I couldn't tell if that's a, a reference to something, or if that's new to this, and, and I mean, mm. yeah. but I don't want to. Spoil I would it. bet. I would bet reference over over name. That's what I would assume. But it's a character I don't recognize. The I read there was a um, a somewhat controversial bit in it where uh, they imply that the atomic dro- bomb dropped on Nagasaki was actually a superhero that crashed in a. 
in a place oh, in the DC universe. I didn't really put that together, but I guess that could be what they were going after. Yeah, yeah. some people were a little miffed at that, but uh, that might. Yeah, I didn't really put that because it opens. Yeah, it's. Uh, did you buy any other comics on the? There was a Superman sale. There was, but I, when I go home, I actually. Oh well, this is. It's already over, Henry. Uh, yeah, it's I, over. By now, I will have already purchased. Apparently, Birthright's in there. Birthright, all twelve issues, definitely worth getting. As as uh, was Secret Origin. Okay, I apparently somehow missed that because I felt like I scrolled through all that and was like, I'm only going to buy Unchained. Now, I also both, hate that title. It's a horrible title. Yeah. Because how many it, issues can he be unchained? It kind At of, what point is he like, well, yeah, he's still he's been unchained since the first issue. It reminds me of how all these all the, those video games for space and time were unleashed, unleashed and unbounded and whatever, uh, un whatever. Now, well, because they're one of the most famous Superman images is him breaking steel chains yeah. on his chest, like like the uh, circus strongmen of old that he was kind of based upon right. when they when they invented him. You can also get uh, another purchase, uh, as I mentioned on the previous podcast, it was the Superman Adventures comics that were based on the cartoon. You wouldn't think they'd be any good, mm. but they actually had, like, Mark Miller wrote oh, a stretch wow. from. Which Weird. Because he wanted to write uh, Superman so bad that, mm. um, that he was like, look, I can prove to you I can write Superman. <laughs> I can, I'm from Scotland, and I can write Superman. <laughs> Uh, look at this. I want my freedom. <laughs> uh, anyway. I'm going to have to roll with this. I don't that know. was a good Scottish accent. Come uh, on. Yeah, sure. Listeners from the United Kingdom, no. tell me. I'm sure it was, brother. That was probably that's, way better Scottish accent. That was probably way better Scottish accent than my English accent. Cool, blimey, bloke. Oh, re- Hey. Is this yours? Is this your podcast, and Henri? Uh, I can't do it. Having a laugh? Is he having a laugh? Are you taking the piss out of Superman? Uh, um, I don't know why that's a British woman, but so there, you know, like Mark Miller is. Uh, <laughs> there was this thing in the late nineties. Uh, uh, the they wanted to. Oh, I've got a phone call here. Oh, really? Damn! Did he run? Listen to that. You put this on speaker. that Windows Phone Clarity. Hello. Yeah, I can hear you. I don't believe him. What's the crisis? Um, Superman comics in general. No. I guess we gotta go with Paps. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> okay. Okay. I don't want to drink Budweiser or Paps. Right. Uh, even yeah, yeah. Budweiser. Um, okay, but anyway, quick story about Superman. So, uh, in the late '90s, this murderous row of of Superman uh, comic wannabe writers, Mark Wade. Grant Morrison. Murderer's Row? A Murderer's Row. You never heard of that? A Murderer's Row means like... See, a British thing. No, it's a... I've heard it for baseball or like a lot of sports where they say if you have a lot of good uh, star players on your team, Uh like future Hall of Famers, you'd say it was a Murderer's Row in the dugout. What is the etymology of of the history of this? I don't... I'm not sure about that. Look, change the name of the show. It's now Word Word Crisis. (laughs) Word Crisis. And uh, I need, no, all right. Let I'll, me, I'll let it go for now. All right. right. 
But, anyways, yeah, Mark Miller, Mark Wade, Grant Morrison, they all wanted to write Superman right. monthly. Yeah. And uh, they went to pitch it, and they had an entire year like planned of Superman comics. They're like, we're going to take Superman into the new millennium. This is going to be it. And they all like love Superman in their own awesome way. Right. And they'd written Superman great in non-mainstream stories. But then, uh, apparently, they like stepped. They did it without. They made their pitch without asking permission of one guy in the Superman department of DC. Mm. And that guy was like, "Nope, you don't get. You didn't do it right. You you don't get to do Superman ever. No Superman for you." Ugh. So they boy, that kind of uh, ego politics really uh, wears on me. Yeah. They so then what? What ends up happening? Like that pissed off. Uh, Mark Miller still worked within DC. And that's how we got Miracle Man. Well, yeah. Well, no. He worked in DC, but he started doing Authority. Uh, and then meanwhile, Grant Morrison, right. he went to write X-Men as an FU. He wrote mm. the new X-Men as an yeah, FU yeah, to DC. Yeah, Here Comes Tomorrow bit. Yeah. Then after X-Men, he went back to DC. I but, um, And they still never... Like, Morrison finally got to write regular Superman comics uh, in the new 52. He got to do the first, uh, I think, 17 issues of Action Comics, but Mark Wade never did. And I still think Mark Wade is like, he is such a Superman expert, and I I pointed you towards his review. Yeah, he wrote a review of Man of Steel. He wrote a very good review And it was really good. As did uh, this, I believe his name was Chris Sims at uh, Comic Alliance. He also wrote one that I really liked that explained a lot of the like, reason better than I was uh, than I could in the last episode. Why are, are we disappointed in, by? Are we dovetailing into Man of Steel? Or are we still talking about what we? Well, read? what else have you read? Uh, well, I'm still reading Uncanny X Men and New X Men and New Avengers. And, I'm up uh, to issue ten of all New X Men now. The second I really like collection it. came out. I really, I really like, like it. Too. It's. I would have thought that bit had no legs, and it has. <laughs> yeah. um, it's good. And then I bought the All Girl X Men. Um, yeah, it's, I, like the it first took them issue, forever to publish it. It took them a long time. but I feel like there are five episodes of the show where you ask, like, when is that coming yeah, out? Yeah, no. And then they finally put it out. And then while it has a male artist and a male writer, uh, mm. like the, uh, what is it, the editor is a, is a, is a woman, and I mm. think the inker or colorist or something is a woman. So it's like, well, the editor I know has some sway over it, so I just want, I just want some woman to be touching that, yeah. that comic in some meaningful way to have an all-female cast at a very crucial point where... When that topic is so prevalent in in pop culture society, it's like, please uh, tell me there was some like acknowledgement of the gender that you're going to represent uh, yeah, with this I, comic book. Please tell me someone's in charge. It would be nicer if they had hired a woman writer. The Brian Wood yeah. is a good writer. Yeah, I mean, no, I, no, 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 slam against the writer or the artist because I also handed to the artist that there was no like overt sexualization of any of those characters uh-huh. that I can recall. Like none of them were like. Oh, let me lean over this table and grab this for I you. Know, I know. I and com- it's good. Yeah, I complained about that in the a uh, couple episodes ago about the Indestructible Hulk. Uh, have you read that one? I, yeah, I'm like through the Thor stuff. Uh, see, I, you're farther than me. He did the one where he fought Atuma. Yeah. The, uh, and I thought that was a cool story, especially like to just have Atuma. Just yeah, show that up. he's never used for anything. Yeah. So. And uh, but in that he meets a like a female warrior that yeah. likes him. That's fine, like, but number one, she has the cleavage breastplate, which, come on. But then second, like, then she turns around and swims away, and, like, the the amount of work Lineal <laughs> U put into her butt in yeah. that shot is crazy. Yeah. But Lineal U just likes to draw sexy ladies. Like, yeah. I also, speaking of Mark Miller, 
Uh, he did a good book called Super Crooks. Have you heard of this? Mm-hmm. It's uh, It honestly reads like, oh, I want to make a movie, so I'll make yeah. this comic first. And it's, a, it's totally a movie pitch comic where it's Ocean Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. Hey, it's Chris. Wow, back right. It's Ocean's Eleven, but superheroes. And so... Uh, That's how I kind of felt when I was reading Sleeper. It no, like this, it. Is, this one even more so. It's a lot more fun-loving, just like Ocean's Eleven. Mm. Uh, but every every woman in it is drawn as like the like all of them would be the greatest supermodel of all time. Right. Like I mean, I don't mind impossible. that it's like attractive, sexy women. It's just like like they don't all have to be sticking their ass and tits everywhere. It's like yeah, I mean, it's the I posing just, it's too and much outfits. Yeah, it's the po- it's usually it. the posing. It's like mm-hmm. they can be in skin tight outfits. That's fine. That's superheroes. Is this happening again? No, we're done. All right. Yeah. Uh, that's basically what I'm reading. And I'm still reading, I mean, same stuff I was with, Superior Spider-Man. So mm-hmm. It's good. Uh, I also started, yeah, Superior Spider-Man still going great. Uh, by the time this airs, it hasn't happened yet in our universe, but uh, Age of Ultron will have finished. Uh, oh, goody. Yeah. I hope I'm excited to have seen Ultron. I don't think you will. <laughs> I don't think you will see Ultron. And how about that ending that cracked the internet in half? Yeah, I hear what... But, well, they've already revealed that part of it is that Angela from Spawn oh, appears, yeah. which I don't know if that's really that big a deal or not. It's, but, uh, I hope they don't think it's that big of a deal. It's neat. It's like a, huh, mm-hmm. interesting. Oh, but a side note, Chris, did hmm. you hear, did you see the stuff about Dan Harmon and uh, season four of Community? What, how he promised not to be a shithead about it? But and like then had, he was a major shithead about I it? I didn't see him being a major shithead. You didn't see that? Okay, here's some quotes from him. Okay. So he did, uh, he said, I'm going to watch it. After he watches it, he does another one of his live podcasts. He said that uh, he, he equated watching it to someone getting your cell phone and then going on Instagram later and seeing a ton of pictures of your girlfriend giving blowjobs to everyone. <laughs> But I mean, that's the way he feels about someone with this. Pro- he didn't- and then when he then later he the, later he said, you know, it was fun. It was fun, like going to the beach, a beach where your family is raped. <laughs> uh, which that hurt some people's feelings, and uh, and also just rape jokes. Uh, it's a touchy subject these days. Because the feminazis making it uncool to rape about jokes. I mean, it, uh, no, it's hard. No, I. Yeah. Did you see Patton Oswalt's piece about rape jokes? He had a I good, did. Yeah, it's a good ass point. But comic books, gentlemen. One of his best wow, points was yeah. that, like, I don't know it's everything. Like a liberal happy hours. Jesus Christ. Comic books, everyone. The comic more people books. complain about my liberal viewpoints on the show, the more I want to talk about them. <laughs> comic books. I agree. Just start an own podcast that's just liberal horn. <laughs> but the only thing we I have to say to that, that is, is I do hear those show. complaints. <laughs> I was, I was, that was me can trying you, to say Henry and somehow turning into horn. I know we don't do it all that much. Just. I love listening to other people's viewpoints, mm-hmm. even when they make me mad. I agree. Why is it the other way? What? Just the kids. Are, I don't want to hear it. Does it? Well, I think some of it's you guys sometimes come off as me seemingly closed-minded as the people you're lambasting. Well, I I've said many times that I don't like it. And I'll say that I, I think everybody can get that. Fine, I, man. And I'm saying I agree with almost pretty much everything you guys say. We're all on the same page because we're West Coast fancy pants. Yeah, but. San Francisco I, I, bubble liberal. Yes, but I also don't, you know, I'm not going to go talk on a comic book podcast for 25 minutes. Bird, Henry, you and your, I think women in comic books are sexy. <laughs> well, anyway, I do. 
Uh, I never want to hear that shit again. That Dan Harmon, he then apologized for that, but it was funny to see. He he said that he didn't... He also he had a I funny know, just, joke. But he, he, you're right. I, re- I did read that. He said it at his live show. Uh-huh. And I really think if you're flying without material at a live show and you say something like that, you shouldn't have your feet to the fire. Your feet held to the fire. He shouldn't be recording this and releasing it. But, I think it's well. His one, he's, he's notorious for stuff like that. But you're going to say something. It's why he was fucking fired. I'll go edit place. my podcast if we. But I mean, the, the idea is if I'm if I'm doing a recording and me just being in the I'm producer just, role, like I'm trying I'd, real hard. I'd rather really, all right, enough enough for Dan Harmon. Fine, fine uh, because I start talking. You better guys. You have been. Oh, you better have been focused on comics. We were. We were. We really was, were. I we was were. getting booed. Well, okay, here's something tangentially related to comics, though. Have you guys caught up on the Venture Brothers at all? No. I, I saw the last episode, yeah. I know you've been saving it. You're, you're just saving I, it for it'll DVD. It'll be 2019 by the time I watch all these things. <laughs> nah, I think... Uh, I, bet, I bet season five will be on DVD by the end of this year. That'd be nice. I bet it'll be a Christmas release. That'd but be nice. the, uh yeah, the episode with Sphinx was pretty good, especially the uh, the, end of Sphinx. the joke of the the Cobra Commander character who keeps shouting and like <laughs> people are going like he's he's trying to be covert, but he he can only talk in a shout, and people are like you want to talk about arrested, you, you want to talk about some Arrested Development episodes I haven't seen either. Sorry, that was just one joke. <laughs> this is not fair. Come on, Bray. I'm about to, to talk up. about something you haven't read. I, have a, I don't have cable. What have you been doing other than, like, fucking belating Disneyland left and right? <laughs> Was there uh, any sign of Marvel at Disneyland? Yeah. Uh, there's an Iron Man exhibit. It, huh. and, All and the suits. There's there's a bunch of... I love Was that. it the same thing that was at uh, uh, Comic-Con last year? I, it might have been similar. Uh, there's some actual movie props, like, from the Iron Man movies but that are, like, left over. But there's costumes to buy, and I love that you go there now and you see kids walking around in full fucking... Marvel yeah. cosplay yeah. in the park. Yeah, that's great. You only see the, you only got to see the girls running around like dressed and as the princi- Disney princesses. Yeah. <laughs> and there's now a counterpart. Well, that's exactly what Disney. That's why Disney bought all those I, things that young boys like. Because if you even dress like a Disney icon, like Peter Pan, you still look like a Disney princess <laughs> with his little skirt and leggings. Right. It's impossible uh, not to Prince Eric. It doesn't matter. You're gonna look. You're gonna look a little femmy as as every Disney male icon. That's mm. why they bought Marvel and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Which I did. I, I think I heard this probably counts as comics. Elfin. I'm just uh, trying. Like uh, we're 20 minutes into a show. Um, that I think Disney's spending like a billion dollars to build out its Orlando park. Huh. And there is vague talk of at least part of what is now what was MGM mm. now Hollywood Hollywood something. becoming Star Wars themed, or at least partially. Star Wars theme pushing back. I it thought I read. Is there really still Honey I Shrunk the Kids playground there? Mm. Didn't uh, well, all you the, gotta do is throw Flick in there, and it's a new exhibit. <laughs> yeah, there was the Honey I Shrunk the Kids movie, but that got replaced by what Donald? The it? the uh, Honey I Shrunk the Audience. Yeah, that disappeared. But uh, that got replaced by that Donald ride that pretends to be a Mickey ride, right? Uh, oh, Mickey Philharmagic. Yeah, that the, then Donald takes over. No, I haven't been there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Why don't we? You'll, you'll, we'll both be in Florida for Christmas. Why don't we go together? We should. Yeah, we should. We should take a big you stupid take holiday. Your mom and I'll take my mom, and uh, our moms can hang out. Is, does your mom need like a rascal scooter? No. <laughs> does she wash herself with a rag on the on the stick? My mom's in pretty good shape for a mom. Not mine. She has no knees left. I am not joking. She. That makes me sad. Yeah, she makes me sad too. 
I thought I had never seen a picture of your dad. You tweeted a picture of your dad on mm-hmm. uh, Father's Day. Mm-hmm. He totally, you guys look so much the same. Like, but do you see how much taller I am than him? Yeah, that was crazy. And I looked really weird in that picture. I gotta change that. I'm gonna change it to that DuckTales money bin picture because mm-hmm. that shit is the raddest thing ever. And yeah, it relates to comics, picture. Brett Elston. <laughs> Don't look at me like it's only it's not my show. No, I don't care. You I had to I have too many comic books, by the way. I had to put away my I had to put away comics last night to uh to just get Back tidy to the topic. Up. Too many comic books. I had to tidy up my place, uh and you know, I cleaned up all the garbage, but there, I have too many books lying around. That's why I quit buying comic books. Yeah, I, I'm seriously right I, like not even as a joke. Like I would be I still have a stack from Wow! Actually, uh, literally a year ago, when I tried to wow. when, I, when I completely cut back and got the iPad for this purpose, uh, a literal year's worth of comic books from the prior year stacked up that are not bagged and boarded, and they have nowhere to go. And that's why I'm like, I, this is this is stupid. I spent so much time trying to figure out how to manage the same amount of space. With, yeah. with more stuff in it. So I'm like, that's why when I left Future, I was like, comic books for everybody. And just gave mm-hmm. out long boxes by the by the bot long box full. <laughs> I need to get a new Bucket apartment it. just so I can have, like, if I went and got a new apartment, no, I'd, that's have, what it is. I'd have two more walls to put up, uh, you know, Ikea bookcases I, I am, and fill them up with comic books. I am going to buy a shelf, and I can't, if you've seen stuff, and there's this a... This is a major purchase. You need to think about this long and hard. Well, there's a big box in my, in my hallway, and... It's been there for a while, and it's because I'm investing in a shelf. But to do that, I have to rent a fucking car, yeah. set aside an entire day where we're not recording on a weekend. You can't it borrow the you yet. can't borrow the wild ride. It, I don't think it's going to get the shelf I want is pretty big. Oh, I see. We get one of them silly cars with the mustaches right. that have been all over the city. The, you yeah, know what those are? I just, I just found they're out what those zip are. cars. Like no, cabs they're not. Or something, they're they're right? like uh, <laughs> I lose my job tomorrow. Totally plausible. Uh, nah. You can become a lift person where, like, I am. That mustache uh, denotes you as a official lift person. You are a civilian in your car, yeah, yeah, acting yeah. as a taxi. Yeah, it's a civilian taxi. That's what I didn't know that yeah. until very recently. I only know because my Facebook ads keep telling every me goddamn every goddamn day. day. I, see, I thought those cars just were hipsters. No, no, they're, they're, no. It, it's it a is, thing. It is actually the badge of unofficial civilian taxi cab drivers. Wow. Yeah. And you pay via mobile. I don't know. When I went to when I the one time I went to New York when I was at JFK, like we were walking by all the unofficial cabs mm-hmm. and people like, ah, drive. We are only way cheaper, fifty bucks. Get car, car ride, car ride. And the people who Great I was torture. With, I yeah. I mean, I mean city. The say yeah. That was uh, the people who I was with. They're like, boy, man, here's your first New York lesson. Take a real. Yellow well, if you notice, you, you go to especially JFK. They have like people standing by to officiate what cabs you yeah, get into. The real cabs, the actual happening. yellow cabs. Yeah. I, the, the, I was going to say the modern, the 21st century version of you needing to store comic books the other day. Um, the uh, couple like a week ago, there's that Superman sale mm-hmm. on Comicsology, fucking dope. And, Which I definitely took advantage of, and I ran out of room last week. And I ran out of room, and I'm like. Arguing with myself over what to delete, I'm like this, have, is fuck, this is bullshit. I had to do that too, and I'm like, and it came down to like, I have to get rid of these, like, Baker's dozens of issues of Archie Mary's Betty and Veronica, <laughs> and it's like, this is bullshit. I'm gonna read them. Are you, Chris? No. Yeah, yeah, I am. Yeah, I am. Nope. I'm gonna read these. Nope, no. 
Nope. You sure? You should probably put birth right there instead. Why? Why? Because Betty's not important? She was your favorite. She was your first love. <laughs> I thought that was Daisy Duck. Um, she was my... I don't have anything filthy enough to say. <laughs> I thought you were in love with Big Bird. I was. Yeah, I, was I definitely was in love with Big Bird. I thought that. <laughs> I thought it was a girl. And just just so we know, straight as an arrow. But I love that fucking bird. <laughs> I love you, bird. All right, so you know why don't we take a little bit of a break? Jesus For Christ, what? I'm well, Big Bird, you know. <laughs> and then when we come back, Hi. come we'll back, have... I'll have a story about a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> we will have. Uh, That's what I happens have... when you don't have the soundboard? <laughs> it is time for some spoilery talk about Man of Steel. I wanted to. I've been waiting. I've been waiting a whole extra week to talk about this with Brett, and so well, I'm going to disappoint you. But more importantly, there's a funny bit coming up with Man of the, the Man of Steel, but not the movie, the character mm-hmm. Superman, correct? The Man of Scene Stealing. Yes, there we go. <laughs> so until then, that's Broadway. Shit. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to the break of Cape Crisis, episode 56. Uh, as we're about to jump back into even more talk about the Man of Steel, I'd just like to thank you all for your, uh, your kind words in the comments, uh, your listening to the show, and uh, helping us out uh, just through paying attention. That's all you have to do. But if you want to help us out in more real ways, there's a whole lot of uh, things you can do. First up... You could uh, click on the PayPal button on lasertimepodcast.com on the left-hand side. You can give us a little bit of money that way, whatever you whatever you uh, feel is necessary to help us keep the shows free. There's also a t-shirt store. You can click on that, buy a funny, funny Lasertime t-shirt, wear it at a com- comic convention or, or wherever you think you might see one of the Lasertime uh, cast of characters at and say hello. Uh, though, if you'd like to help by just buying things on Amazon that you would have bought anyway, on the right-hand screen, on the side of the screen, there are links to Amazon. Those are suggestions for stuff to buy from us, but if you want to buy anything on Amazon, just click on the link, buy what you were going to buy through the tab that opens, and a little bit of the money comes our way and, again, helps us keep everything free. Also, if you're listening to this on iTunes, I really, really would appreciate some new reviews, like... It's been a little while since we, we got a, a few few new ones at once. I'd really like to see some new ones. So if you haven't written a review yet for the show and would like to give it five stars, which I'd really appreciate, uh, please do that on iTunes. Please, please, please. Uh, and lastly, now it's time for the Hank's Corner uh, pick of the week. Uh, this week is going to be something that we've talked a lot about, but uh, it's finally been collected, is Superior Spider-Man. You know, you've heard us going on and on about it. You know, Spider-Man is one of my favorite characters, if not my favorite character. And the first five issues of Superior Spider-Man have now been collected in uh, handy, cheap trade paperback. Dr. Octopus has taken over the body of Spider-Man. He wants to be a better hero than Peter Parker ever was. And meanwhile, Peter Parker is a ghost just left to watch on the sidelines to see someone controlling his own body. And doing doing things he would not do. It's uh, it's a very interesting take on Spider-Man. That you know, I'm I'm a big Peter Parker fan, but I love the direction this is going in. It's it's very interesting and dangerous. Like I really really like it. 
So um, there's going to be a link to purchasing that through Amazon to, again, give us a little money if you want to get the hardcover copy or hard copy of it. Same with uh, next week will be the link to the Amazing Spider-Man collection that leads straight into Superior Spider-Man. So be sure to check those out. Uh, and now back to the rest of the show. That's a classic Brett hiccup. I know, I'm it. sorry. Where did you develop that? I don't know. It just kind of happened over time. But mm-hmm. it's not me faking it. I can tell you that much. Yeah, there's some people, you know, when you hear them sneeze, you're like, come on. <laughs> you know, and I, I'm a loud sneezer. But I've heard worse people out there. It's also a bit that, like, I would have let this go if this was a bit by now. <laughs> it doesn't get a huge laugh every time. What if I want to put my balls in it. It's not that. It's just, I, What I, if it started as a bit and then it just, like... Became an OC, OCD kind of thing. I've definitely. I think it's it's more of a twitch for you than anything else. Because I like. Have you heard me burp in the office? It's allowed. I don't have to burp. I'm fucking frustrated, <laughs> and I'm letting out. Yeah, you letting used to out do energy. that all the time at the old place. I, I wish I could stop. I didn't even realize I was doing it until I went to the new office. I'm like, this is kind of gross and disgusting. This is loud. But it just. <laughs> I'm frustrated. Nothing's working on my computer. This is not loading. I just have to sit here. Jesus Christ. Blah! Ah, yeah, just like, like a, it's like I'm a steam shovel, and that's my little toot toot. I should have chosen a better superhero analogy. I'm aware. It's like your uh, black, uh, or no, it's like your Jack of Hearts who has to uh, have the equivalent of a nuclear explosion once every month. Releases radiation. That's right. I agree. Uh, so the radiation comes from your butt. <laughs> The Man of Steel. You can put it in my butt. I didn't want to talk. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it with you, Brett, just a little bit. So, last week, you know, I let out a lot of my frustrations about it. Uh, I realize now I should be reading people's responses to that frustrations I let out last week, but we're having to record this a little early, so. Sorry! Oh, yes. we'll maybe, have a, maybe we'll have the third episode where I talk about the Man of Steel. <laughs> Unprecedented since L.A. Noir. Yeah. Well, I, it, 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 Superman inspires in me. The Man of Steel mm-hmm. has inspired in me the same kind of anger I felt towards the BS in L.A. Noir. Because, and I think those are similar, because both of them were like, ah, oh, they're so close. They're like, very close. There's... There's so many good things in here yeah. that when they don't do something good, I go like, "How'd you, how'd you fuck that up?" Like, yeah. I think uh, it's, it's still like the more I had time to think about it, the part that makes you the most angry still makes me the most angry and ruins the movie. Yeah, it really, it really does. It like, really ruins. It. And the reviews I've read, like I read a, a couple of reviews from non-comic fans, like. Uh, do we say spoiler? Yeah, spoiler. Uh, like the, the the neck snapping of General Zod. Like I have a thousand reasons why. Like I didn't like that scene, but it mm. still wasn't earned. No, by yeah. the hero, and I... it, it doesn't matter what his canon is. He didn't. Superman did not earn the right to flat out decide to murder 
his adversary. Yeah, I really... Oh, so when you saw Brett, well, did you react to such an out-of-character moment for Superman? Uh, in the moment, I don't know. Like, something about that movie just... I. It was... I don't know. I almost had, like, no emotional reaction the entire movie. It just <laughs> felt, like, kind of emotionally dead to me. And I was like, maybe I'm just not in the mood for this. I don't understand. Like, I wasn't hating it. I was just like... This scene was cool, that scene was cool, but I do not have a sense of this Superman's character. And then when he does that, at the end, I'm like, well, now I really don't know who this character is. <laughs> because he's not cartoon Superman, he's not comic book Superman, he's mm-hmm. not Christopher Reeve Superman, which again was not the point. So I'm like, okay, well, it's just a new take on Superman. It's the Batman Begins of Superman, they're gonna, it's a little different. But they would never have Batman actively kill someone. Yeah. He kind of does it by... You know, he lets. I almost, he, I almost thought, when, and when Batman Begins came out, like that was almost too far for me. When yeah, he lets Ray die, he lets him die, and it's like that's. But then you see him in Dark Knight redeem that of yeah. like under no circumstance can Joker be killed. Yeah. Uh, so, but so even this when is, they are, even when superhero, when supervillains like that are killed, they're always killed through some fault of their own. Yeah, because like not like, like obviously <laughs> we could argue to death whether General Zod deserved to die. Uh, but, yeah, it's like but, that, yeah, that's never the point. Is he killed millions? Well, his yeah, own madness did. and quest for glory ends up killing well, him. Well, th- not... that's how I. You said it doesn't feel earned, and I don't think it does either. Mm-hmm. But they, the, the writers were clearly building it up. Like he had, they have Zod say a bunch of stuff that's like, see, he can't be stopped any other way. Only death shall it's, stay his hand. You remember we heard yeah. Nolan was involved, and people were sort of afraid. Like, wait, I don't want the dark version of yeah. Superman. And, that, and I think that was like one of the residual leftovers. Well, like, we're going to take this little... It's little funny you should mention that because I actually read uh, they did, I believe it was Empire Magazine, which was one of like the top film magazines in the UK. They had like a spoiler podcast interview, series of interviews with Snyder and Nolan and Goyer, the, the three brains behind the film. And Nolan didn't want Superman to kill. Like mm-hmm. He was against that. And but Snyder and Goyer felt it could work, and DC was behind them. Doing I don't even it, necessarily but. think like that like, cannot work because at the end, I mean, but it's like him just screaming is not like yeah enough. Like I would love to see a YouTube montage of all the times Superman just screams in that movie. But like, it's yeah. a it's a lot. But even that, but like that, like you said, he doesn't. That's not redemption enough. But yeah. even what I'm worried about more now. The is next that, scene is him like joking, put that drone out of the sky, buddy, and then he smirks and laughs. I think he's hot, well, and then it's, it's just a joke. If like that's a plot yeah. point in the second film, which it is getting a second film. Yeah, and that's, that's that what he, they he, said. Oh yeah, did you see Amazing Spider-Man three and four have been wow. dated? Dude, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's uh, a bit much. But like you're saying, Superman, it's like. Well, I don't know about Chris. Where were you? If like Nolan is is if if, if Nolan is planning to build Nolan and Snyder planning to build to a sequel, and if part of that is Superman coming to terms with killing someone, and if this creates a resolve in him to never kill again, like if that's a point of the next one, that's not that's not something you even by their own admission. One of the reasons they didn't do franchise building here is they said this movie has to stand on its own. It's not going to have a Justice League tease or a Batman tie-in because it needs to be its own movie. And if that's what you're going to take their word as, then this movie needed to have some sense that Superman regretted what he did and it's going to have to do some soul-searching to figure out why. Because the Superman that we all know, in every form, I think, has some sense mm-hmm. of, like, he would have felt like he failed. It's yeah. it's perfectly fine for him to kill Zod because he realizes there is no other option. In this moment, I either continue to let people die mm-hmm. or I kill him. And I can't... 
he would kill him and then realize, how did I let this happen? How did I fail to make this situation come to this is the only solution? Yeah. But the movie also sets Zod up in such a way that, like, well, this movie Superman has no choice. They, Zod it, is completely indestructible. They were throwing moment, each other through buildings for like 900 years. Yeah. And then it's like, well, yeah, they're not even scuffed or torn. Their costumes are perfectly fine. Like, yeah. so I the, even the, have the, a hard time believing that he broke his neck because yeah, there was how no sense he, they were causing any damage Shouldn't to. his neck muscles be that strong, too, that you couldn't yeah. even snap it? And then let alone, like, when do they actually get strong? Because half the time it was like, he's weak, now he's strong, now he's weak, or now he's overwhelmed. The yeah. girl... And I will say, like, that was the one thing I, I loved the most as far as, like, my, one of my big takeaways was big, loud action movies. It's like, are all, a superhero movie is always a big special effects extravaganza. And all this shit in Superman is like, well, I've seen lasers shoot out of eyes. I've seen characters fly. Mm. I've seen a huge city ruined in Avengers. I've seen a dragon fly. I've seen a dragon fly. I've seen a diamond ring. <laughs> I, I, yes. I did a push-up on it. I had an egg on it. What else can you do with it? Uh, yes, I know the Dumbo song. But, uh... <laughs> So seeing, like, I've seen the Hulk go crazy in a city. I've seen Avengers tear the whole place apart. So it's like that mass destruction scale. And it's like, I've seen all that. Mm -hmm. So seeing a guy fly really fast and and super, you know, punch things really hard. It's like, well, it's kind of neat. But it's not every superhero movie that's of that level has to show you something new. I felt that it's like the speed they were working at. That's what I'm saying is, I never remember her name, but that girl, Fiora. Fiora. She was awesome. Yeah. And the super speed moments where she would like zip, 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 zip right. around that's the room. That's when it's like, I really perked up. Like, yes. Whoa. That's like, okay, that's an effect we haven't seen a lot yeah. of. That gives me hope for Flash. That gives me hope for just super speed in this movie being portrayed because it's like she's just like basically freeze framing across the room. Mm-hmm. And that's really cool. And that's the only time I, I thought she was like the most interesting character to watch yeah. in that movie. Cause she was a better main villain than, than Zod, really. I would have liked it better if she killed Zod halfway through and yeah. took over. But, but yeah, so but but so that was the thing I loved probably the most of the whole movie because I never felt like I really knew Superman. I know it was it wanted me to, yeah. and it tried to build that trust in me, but, but I, also, I never felt it. It felt lame that Superman. It like, tried a lot with some soaring music and tight close-ups, but I'm like, and no, making him as Jesusy as possible. That but. was. I, I still re- like that. I really thought they were going to let that go after Returns, but it's like they the moment worse than the returns. moment where he's like, "You can save them all." Oh, but he has, he has Jesus holds up his T pose yeah, and the, flies out the window in space, and it's like. But there's a thing called subtlety, Chris. Yeah. Well, then why did with Zack Snyder? No, yeah, with well, Zack Snyder, there is no subtlety, right? And I get it. But. And I, so I'm not even that like bothered by a superhero in general killing in a film like Iron Man. In Iron Man three, like he kills like four guys at least. Yes. Like he's, it's kind of a big deal when he kills the extremist dude, just blasts him through the chest. Yeah. And in that scene, maybe because it was exactly, it was pretty much the same as in the extremist book. Like Iron Man's left with few options. His suit is falling apart. This guy's going to kill a lot of people, and he's a weapon. Like he's, yeah. Iron Man kills if he has to. Captain America does too. Mm. Superman doesn't. Like, yeah. that's his deal. I really hate when people are saying to me, like, people are saying, He's what about Superman number 22? He kills Zod. And that was the last issue done by John Byrne, who rebooted Superman post-Crisis, like mm-hmm. post-Infinite cri- or Crisis on Infinite Earths. John Byrne restarted Superman from the mid-'80s. And it was his last issue, so he wanted to do something really crazy and really unpredictable with Superman. Something you would not expect. And in that one, at least, like, 
This Zod had not only, unlike in the film when he killed, you could say he killed 100,000 people. Yeah. In this Zod that Superman killed in 22, he had committed genocide. He had yeah. killed the entire planet, mm-hmm. an alternate Earth. And in that one, Superman was like, no one can sentence you to death, though you deserve it. I'm the only one that can. And after he did it, John Byrne was gone. Like, he didn't have to deal with that story. Right. And the new writers we on did Superman... We did as a nation. The, yeah, the new writers on Superman dealt with it for like two years right. to get Superman to forgive himself for doing yeah. that. And, and that's, that's what I hope the second movie isn't. And that's been and now that's been like wiped from continuity. Yeah. And but then it wouldn't feel in the next film it wouldn't feel like Superman like earned the murder if it doesn't haunt him in some way. Well, that's why there should have been instead of a scene where he throws a drone out of the air, which and the point of that entire scene was the thing that he had already explained when he was in the interrogation room is you're scared of me because you can't control me you're going to have to trust me he already said that yeah. you already made this point having another jokey scene of like hey wink wink the drones are in the news today also, slash this have, girl ha- is have hot, the girl go he's hot. hot and it's like that was really great this scene has no purpose mm-hmm. and this scene could have been Superman just standing in the arctic circle just staring at nothing Having a soliloquy about having to kill somebody, or just, or just, you know, careful filmmaking showing he's sitting here thinking about how have I failed, mm-hmm. or even just have someone to bounce exposition off of. Even yeah, in like, the, I even, shouldn't have gone that. Like, far. how did I? How did I get to this point where the only solution was killing? I'm supposed to inspire these people, and I just came down to their level. S that stands in, for hope, indeed. Yeah, and that's supposed to be the point of that character, and then it's just not done. It's like, well. Even in this movie universe, if you want to have a Superman that kills under these extreme circumstances, he still has to show remorse. And just him screaming at the screaming sky for two seconds. is not the answer. And it's like, i got to be honest, like it didn't even bother me that much. It's just like, mm-hmm. it's still a fundamental misunderstanding of the character. Well, and the bigger point that I think it was Mark Wade or, or the other person that pointed out, like Superman actively helps no one yeah he saves lois a couple of times directly because why not as and mark then, wade said like well i'll catch a fly ball if it comes my way i suppose yeah but, but it's like yeah it's just Superman's like, supposed to protect you not just like not yeah. save you if you're falling next to him yeah and you but you mentioned the dark knight too and that was something else that like in the dark knight there's as there's a couple scenes where joker is taunting batman and he's like Hey, you know you you have nothing you can take from me. If you yeah. if you want to beat me, you've got to break your rule. You have to kill me. Yeah. And he's taunting Batman the whole time, and Zod does the same thing to Superman. He yeah. says, "There's a one way this ends: either you die or I die." And Batman found another fucking way to do it without killing the Joker. Yeah. While Superman's like, "I guess Zod's right. I gotta kill him." Zod talks to me like. And you could say, like, Zod did, like, suicide by cop. Like, he just, <laughs> he wanted Superman to kill him, so he put himself in the best position for Superman to end his life, because no one else could. Well, I still right. want to see, oh, Superman could do it, but the science of snapping somebody's neck, you just implied you could move his neck. Yeah. <laughs> move his neck. Yeah, it's, yeah. His, his neck is stronger than a mountain. Move his neck. Move his neck to not shoot lasers at people. Yeah. Move his neck. <laughs> Point his face down. Or even gouge his eyes out. Yes. Like, do yeah. that. Yeah. That wouldn't the idea that The idea that in that moment there was no other options, like, wait, you guys can both fly, right? Yeah. Why didn't you just shoot straight up in the air? Superman's like, a, I mean, you can come up with a dozen smarter reasons. than that. He's, yeah. He should be more resourful. That, that just bugged me. There were other things about the film. Like, you pointed out the um, 
The product placement, Jesus The product Christ. placement was a, was a bit much. There's like... This fight brought to you by Sears. It's like... just like, Now the like, third scene in IHOP. It's just so, <laughs> so much IHOP and Sears and... Oh, I've been meaning, I'm going to go to IHOP's website and see what promotion oh, they have. If you know there's, there's something. Gillette stuff and it's like... I get it. Like, I know like Dr. Pepper and other sodas and stuff have stuff in Marvel movies. Of course they do. But there was just so many like prominent shots of shit. And I'm uh, like, Smallville has a Sears... Come on, man. My hometown can't be yeah. bigger than Smallville. Oh, the Krypton boysenberry flapjacks. <laughs> you know, the... Um, <laughs> like, yeah, the, I don't know. And, just, and the murder whatever. of Zod is not a satisfying end. Like, it just makes it really you... Isn't. like No, when, it's not. When Batman beats the Joker and says, like, I know you got these cars. Like, that's a cool finale. Yeah. When, uh, when the fucking... When the Hulk... Droopy dogs, yeah, uh, Loki. It was the best moment ever. Like yeah. you go, like yeah, yeah. The heroes finally did. And this one, you just like, oh, man, I just feel so empty. Yeah, it was not, and that's what got me. The big thing was I felt really empty when I left. I didn't feel like I watched a, an emotional movie. And to be honest, that's almost how I felt when I left Begins. To be honest, Batman Begins. Yeah, it was I... still. It was. I mean, I like Begins was good. Yeah. No doubt about it. But there was something about it where I was like, that just seems like a par for the course. Like You made a better Batman movie, no doubt, just like Man of Steel is a better Batman movie mm. than Returns. But, and again, I'm not trying to say Begins is not good at all, but there was something about it that yeah. only by seeing The Dark Knight did I then go back and go like, Begins, you know what, I did not give it enough credit. Yeah. And it made me go realize oh, Begins was actually totally goddamn good. So maybe the Man of Steel sequel will be the Dark Knight, and you'll see the road. But I think that it's also unfair to keep made. making that comparison. But it's it's still just like it's made by Syncope in the same right. Ra- like Goyer and Nolan wrote both. Like, I know it's just it's some like like fundamental like we got we got the character in all the ways superficially, but then when it came time to like make him a character, he was not Superman. Mm-hmm. It was another hero, and yeah. it, I don't know. It's hard for me to articulate. That's why the Mark and that's why the Mark Wade review. I'm like, just read that. Yeah, he's yeah, the guy who full review. Yeah, no mm-hmm. need. He's the guy who wrote Birthright that inspired huge entire scenes of dialogue in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the one that wrote countless comics that I already really love, and you should read everything he's ever written. Uh, writing Daredevil right now, so uh, good, and uh, including Superman Birthright, and it's mm-hmm. just like he had this like fundamental problem with this movie, and I'm like, I, yeah. and that review on Comic Alliance too that I I had pointed uh, some people towards, like they pointed out that the uh, the subtext of that film is perfectly <laughs> is perfectly uh, described in that. They turned the rocket ship that sent a hopeful Superman yeah, to Earth in, into a weapon. Into they a turn weapon. it into a missile to shoot at somebody. A vaguely explained weapon that yeah, will that, turn them back into. It, yeah, that was. A, it also reminded me of the worst. Like, I love Nolan's Bat trilogy. Like, I think it's great. But one of the um, strongest complaints you could make about it is that there are some leaps in logic right. and logic uh, and plot holes. If you're looking for them, they're easy to find. I feel like that was those problems were way worse in the yeah. Man of Steel. One thing I did like though, and it's the same thing I said that we all saw Green Lantern together. And uh, one thing I actually liked about it too was that this did not shy away from the sci-fi aspect. No, and the first like twenty-five minutes of that movie are, are, are really cool. Krypton, 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 Krypton. And I actually liked. Uh, I think Krypton, Krypton is a weird Krypton ass place. Is one of the most boring and horrible places to go in comics and movies. And I want to love Krypton. I really do. 
but it's always overwrought and Shakespearean, mm -hmm. and nobody talk. Everybody talks stupid. And it, seriously, <laughs> it is. It is. It's like you sit down, like uh, uh, I don't know what to do today. What's wrong? The Corinthiamelium core is miraculating and, and <laughs> merciful, Ralph. Yeah, yes. It, that's in, even in the movies, and that was like, dude, Krypton's a cool place. Mm -hmm. That was I like that whole opening, and I thought Russell Crowe was actually really good as yes. Darrell. Like he actually made me. He might have been the best actor in the movie, or that he might have had the best part to play. Like, well, that's what made me. And I, I don't think this I love Michael Shannon. I don't yeah. think this is correct, but I feel like that movie was not about Superman in some way. Yeah. Like, because at the end, I felt like this is still Jarrell and Zod's fight by proxy, and Superman's yeah. just kind of there throwing some punches. He's finishing the fight for his dad. It's not his story, because uh, there's something about... I can't really connect the dots, and it might not be completely accurate, but there was something in it. Like, when he, when the movie was over, I'm like, so what did the Superman stand for? And uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I wasn't paying enough close enough attention, but I really yeah. just felt some like lack of connection to that character, whereas even at the begin end of Batman Begins, I was like, I've gone on a journey with Bruce Wayne, mm -hmm. and I know what has shaped him into this character, and instead they I've watched... Pa can't get hit by a tornado, and for no real reason, like I, I don't know. Batman Begins went to a whole lot of work to be like, here's why Batman does this. Yeah. Here's why he does this. Here's why, like, I, it, I don't know. I don't think Superman's motivation needs to be explained as much as maybe Bruce Wayne's. Well, but if they're gonna bother yeah. to spend time explaining some of it, they should but, like, bother but, to explain but, like, all. Part of, of it. Like part of Batman Begins is like, how does Bruce Wayne have, for lack of a better word, his powers? And that is wonderfully surmised in his entire time with the League of Shadows. Right. How does Superman get his powers? His body will breathe yeah. in radiation. And magic. Like, we, didn't, we don't need as much of an origin. Well, no, not how he gets his powers. It's like, what, but what, it's what shapes how he, his... how he becomes who he is. Yeah. So you had, that in, you had that in Batman Begins balance with how he became actually powerful. Yeah. Where Superman was longer, or Man of Steel was longer. Yeah. Didn't mm -hmm. need to explain how he got his powers and tried... Explain who he is. Eh. Well, it was a big hit though, so there there'll be more of it. I and I, I don't dislike. I am not a Zack Snyder hater either. I, I am like. But, I'm uh, not. I, I like. I like his Watchmen. I, I like. I like ninety five percent of his Watchmen. Every, yeah, I like ninety ninety five percent of Watchmen. Yeah, every, every superhero dynasty film dynasty, the sequel is the best. The first sequel is the best of them, mm -hmm. pretty much always. So. Here's hoping Man of Steel 2 in 2015, I suppose. Mm. Seems like they would do that. I, I think it, it might be better. They were talking 2014 with a Justice League movie in 2015. <sighs> no Again, I don't, I've been hearing no that for years. Uh, we've been that hearing movie that would already be in years. production. Yeah, they'd was... be making it right now if it's done. The last time I gave any Justice League movie rumor any credence, I remember it was like the director. He's being pulled off Mad Max 4 with Mel Gibson <laughs> to work on Justice League, neither of which has happened. We are about to get a new Mad Max Starring entirely. Tom Hardy. Tom, ooh, Tom Hardy. What a guy. <laughs> Bronson, ladies and gentlemen. Well, Chris, don't we have some fun we Superman do. clips? We do. To, um, if you don't like this Henry Cavill's characterization of Superman, there were some others out there that uh, you could well, How did you, you, what do you know about this? Well, uh, we started with the musical. Uh, I believe we are. Well, the Superman musical. So I had never here's heard a, of. Here's a, wait, here's a taste. Super, thanks for asking. Hey, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> what? No, I'm. Come on, it's be a while to cue that up. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Uh, <laughs> no, it was called. It was on. It was on Broadway in 1966. Called "It's a Bird." 
It's a plane. It's Superman. And odds are you're not going to find a lot of YouTube videos of the Broadway play from 1966. <laughs> However, ABC made a television special in 1975. Yeah, I wonder why in 75, because they wouldn't... The movie didn't come out till 78. Yeah. So... And Ka- the, so same, the same Superman. actor played Superman in both. Wow. And he's technically the second human being to p- portray Superman After on George screen. Reeves. After George Reeves. Uh, murdered George by Reeves his was. own sexuality. I don't... What that happened to him? I, it was just a mysterious murder. Mm. Uh, again, I'm thinking got, of fucking Bob seen, Crane. I haven't seen the movie Hollywood, Hollywood Land, Land yet, so I, I'm not totally <laughs> sure. Where Ben Affleck plays George Reeves. I'm sure it's an accurate portrayal of what happened. It is funny to mention that Ben Affleck has played Superman. <laughs> sort of. That's yeah. no completely. But uh, but yeah, they did that. It's written by the guys who did Bye Bye Birdie. It's uh, I I came upon it because uh, when Su- when Superman Returns came out, I think it was A and E or AMC, one of those type of mm-hmm. cable networks. They did a special on the history of Superman and in all his forms. It was definitely went really deep, including to this musical special that aired on ABC. That like, it, why would they film? They film a musical for television, so it looks cheap as shit. It, if you have any problem with 1978 Superman, it'll all go away mm-hmm. once you watch a dancing gif of Superman be dragged over <laughs> an MS Paint skyline. Yeah, it, he does it, not su- fly. Like it he, looks hysterical. Peter Pan flies better than him in musicals. <laughs> like, well, here's Jesus. a little bit of song. Let's see how much we can take of the Superman musical. Um, the passing of his foster parents, Clark Kent, now grown to superb manhood, vows <laughs> yeah. to use his titanic strength for the betterment of mankind. Oh, the word and betterment. so is created the Man of Steel. Faster than a speeding bullet. Slow boat. More powerful than a locomotive. Sorry about that, Amtrak. Able to leave tall <laughs> buildings at a single bound. No sweat. What a man! Hey, the beach is back. Wow. Jesus. Like Superman's a jerk. In he's this. he's flying and mugging over. Oh. Wow, <laughs> these really are lyrics you just put Jesus in, and they completely yeah. the same. Well, I, I love this that is... Superman's being so snide. Like, <laughs> sorry, building. I know. Sorry, Amtrak. I know it's America's only way of making a profit. <laughs> I outraced you, Mister Bullets. Like, why is he talking? These nice try, Chrysler Building. Written by Charles Strauss, who yeah wrote Bye Bye Birdie, and I didn't know that there was a sequel to Bye Bye Birdie. Hank, when are you gonna tell me? I didn't know that Birdie is back. I love I I love Bye Bye Birdie when I saw it. What 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 really bumps me out of all those plays I saw, they were done at a young called Young Actors Theater in Tallahassee, Florida, <laughs> and odds are. Tony Hale Buster Bluth was in all of them. <laughs> and I, I and I've seen probably seen him in Miracle Worker and The Diary of Anne Frank and Bye Bye Birdie and the Peanuts wow. musical and just never knew it. God <laughs> damn it. I, I even hope to meet him one day like I've seen way more of you than you probably know. 
I'm talking about you, you. but oh yeah, that's exactly what a celebrity wants to hear. Yeah. When, you, when you meet them, let's hear a little more of this jam. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Ah, there's the interlude I needed so desperately. <laughs> uh, Organs! Here is the dance party. God, I just wish you could see it. Uncle! Ah, try harder. And you haven't seen the set yet. I mean, if you could call it that. You can just see Morgan Freeman tapping his foot on the side like, are we going to film Electric Company soon? You know what I miss? And this is in the musical. The police officer with his hop just slightly askew. (laughs) (laughs) About time Superman came in there in the song. Well, you know what's, what's the song he's singing that you linked me to, where he's beating up thugs in a room and singing, and uh, singing, and like kicking them in the nuts. Yeah, that's definitely happening. Do a quick search for that. No, I have, I have it pulled right. up. It's, but then, okay, I at least here's what that song does that the Superman uh, Man of Steel didn't do. <laughs> it's <laughs> it's all about why people like Superman yes. and how much he helps them. That, Superman helps nobody. In that's that film. a good point. Yeah. And what? I, I was reading an interview with David Gorey, and, and I agree with him. I like the collateral damage that occurs yeah. in the film. It, it, it creates real stakes, not enough to the conclusion, but it, it does imply real death and danger. Yeah. But it also doesn't imply a universe where anybody likes Superman. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever. That cannot <laughs> happen. Was it him or was it Mark Wade that was saying, like, so wait, if Zod, well, yeah. if they're only <laughs> the there Sims because one. of Superman, Zod, yeah. and all this, like, that means Earth is better off without There's, having Superman. Which and is that's, not, that negates the entire point. You I should think, not I have that almost, thought at the end of a superhero It's almost movie. hacked to have the public turn on a superhero at this point, especially in movies. <laughs> but how can they not? Yeah, yeah. that yeah. whole Remember the, the, where the fight scene starts with Zod? Mm-hmm. That's like powder. <laughs> that used to be downtown, basically yeah. Manhattan, and it is yeah. and dust. They, and they say that line like, Superman saved us. From what? No, he didn't. Well, yeah, He saved you dead. six speaking roles. Everyone yeah. else is dead. Everybody from the Daily Planet made it. Thank God. Yeah. Thank God. We'll uh, still have see. newspapers. Yeah. Well, the opening uh, is like him holding up the oil rig, and it's like this is the thing Superman would do yes, yeah, most yeah. definitely. And then it forgets that. And I really again when I'm, he saves the people from Zod's heat vision, that was the first time since the oil rig he gave a shit about anybody but his mom and it, Lois Lane. Is it not like, implied yeah. that he does other heroic things here and there? No. Again, he's, I'm, he's again I'm reading, for, I'm reading a ton of other Superman he's comics. Superman at this for time. 36 hours in that film, so mm-hmm. he. He doesn't have time. Because he goes to do and gets it. the suit, right? And yeah. He's not... He gets the suit. He learns to fly, and then he's like, "Hey, mom, I learned how to fly." Oh, who's this guy on TV? I guess I better turn myself in. And that's then he's at the army base. That's just the order. And, it, and in a way, I could get that. Like, well, he's not Superman like we know him. He is. He's. He's, he's just learning. discovered all this yeah. stuff, so he hasn't become truly Superman yet. He's just Kal El with a suit. And yeah. it's like, in that regard, maybe I can take it. But now that's putting it on me to come to that conclusion. Your movie didn't spell that out. Uh-huh. And 
if you're making a blockbuster summer movie superhero, you should spell some shit out. Like, don't leave it for... Yeah. I wanted the viewer to decide... Nope, not in a Superman movie, you don't. See... You need to tell yeah. this shit. Like, I heard people... Because I don't believe that that's inferred anywhere in the movie. I... I I heard people also say, like, well, this this is Superman doing what you didn't expect him to do. I was like, because it's totally against his character. But secondly, like, there's... People don't get why Superman... Why I think Superman is a cool character, or why a lot of people do. Most people don't get him. These films are the most mainstream way to reintroduce the character to people. This will define Superman for an entire generation of children... And to have Superman kill a dude in that is that was the thing. such a missed opportunity. That was the thing I got watching that movie was definitely um, there were there were like parents bringing their like seven year old kids to go see that movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, this is like one of the loudest, <laughs> just just relentless Bleak. the relentless visual onslaught of a movie, and there's no fun in it anywhere. Like yeah. Avengers has a lot of de- a high death toll, a lot of you know intense action or whatever but mm. it's like it still has like fun and just, Men of Steel is nowhere to put laugh lines yeah in. and the, the movie's just not fun but, it's super dour and and dire the whole time it's like I'm not against that in theory uh-huh. but a Superman movie where yeah the end of the, the, the end result is boy Earth would be better off without him we may have, it's we like have, that's not this character we may have discussed this before but my buddy uh, his his young son his like five year old son is watching uh, Justice League and the DC animated stuff on Netflix mm. loves it. Fucking batshit crazy over. He calls me up and like, yeah, there's a bunch of new relaunches, right? Like, which one should I give my kid like uh, to read? Which uh, issue? I'm like, n- none of them. Yeah, none of none of them. Of them. The, the DC not comics are not appropriate for children. Give give him none. <laughs> no, no no Batman fucking and there's uh, there's more. There's blood. now going to be a Superman Wonder Woman book. It's it's written in the way that Pap, Superman slash Batman mm-hmm. is this Superman slash Wonder Woman like mm-hmm. with them it's doing so it. Weird though, like comics. I feel like they were always sort of written to be taken in by kids, but they're sort of, well, the comics got to grow up with us. When I was a kid, like... Here we go. No, no, no. I was going to say, when I was a kid, Image Comics got started, and, like, those were some violent shit. Like, yeah. There was, that was PG-13 grim stuff. And same with, even before the guys moved to Image, like, Spider-Man Torment? That's a fu- That's a really oh, bloody-ass yeah. book. That's really crazy. Wolverine was decapitating people left and right in his comics. Like, yeah. Those were violent books. Like, yeah, and Ghost Rider, the '90s reboot. Yeah, like, that's some pretty like vicious stuff in the first like I, six I seven issues. I find when Marvel now is really violent, there's either a warning or it's really jarring. Yeah. yeah, but it happens like DC shit is all really dark, and I don't, I don't. Know. Uh, back to the Superman. I'm gonna hear another song. All right. God damn it! I've heard this song before. Oh, I thought I would get a. Bigger laugh. I don't know why. There's, just, there's really no Huzzah! reason. Oh, oh, oh. Um, this is a mob fight. Oh, this is so good. Somebody start their sonic racing Guys in giant suits and big hats jump out from behind the building. Ladies and gentlemen, Superman will jump Superman. off the top rope. Let's go. I need a little exercise. Take that. Let's see what you can do. It's... And he's like just punching stuntmen through cardboard tables. It's important that you explain that because I could understand if right now you're visualizing the cat in the hat driving over a hilly 
That wacky old hat. This is the. I love this. Like that's Tom Jones. That unusual to punch anyone. Oh boy! <laughs> this is the schlubbiest, like plainest Superman I've ever seen. Did, the, did a lumberyard fall on him? I want to do some post, some ADR on that. Uh, <laughs> it's a guy sliding across the table into another gangster's dick. I did. I laughed at that. He'll he'll show you babies who I am. All right, this is all visual shit. Maybe we'll again? post it on LaserTimePodcast.com. Hey, hey, we should. Hi. Remind me to remind you to do that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I can. I know how to insert a YouTube video. Yeah, okay. remind I build those pages to you remind you. Oh, that. God. You know, I'm starting to think now, especially when he was saying Biff and Pow and Zam. <laughs> if this was out in '66, it must. You got to think it was at least inspired to exist by the Adam West Batman show. Yeah. Like, the, the, like there's what, a lot what, of those effects. What's in the this? worst we could do? Yeah. There's yeah. there are a lot of pow splashes, but they're even cheaper than the Batman yeah, they series. Are. Yeah. But Superman, like, he wouldn't fight like that. Like, they seem to forget what he his would if they only had forty dollars. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they seem to forget Superman's powers entirely. Like in that fight, he could just stand still. Like, that's one of my favorite. Uh, he can just go like, "You guys can tie yourself out. That's cool. I'm just gonna stand here." That's what and, I liked. Um, one of the things I did like in Man of Steel is the bar scene where he resists throwing that asshole through the wall. Yeah, though then he fucks and up then his he car. breaks the car, and it's kind of like part of me was like, "I still think the point of Superman is to be the better person. Yeah, he would have just left too petty. It seems a little petty, <laughs> but again, he." Was still learning his, yeah. but this is the thing where I still I don't know who this character is. Like, uh, is he a noble beacon or not? Like, it seems like he's. Guy? It seems like he's just a dude who a found out he could I throw really shit was, really hard. I uh, when I was arguing with people at work about this, like, I think I was starting to become like an angry Christian who had just seen like <laughs> a version of the New Testament of like Jesus wouldn't do that <laughs> in Mark. 317 Jesus said this not that it's a great marge like <laughs> and so oh, I was rejecting oh, it on this I was rejecting it on the same level yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah it's, it's just like that's what like I couldn't get a sense like if he left and walked out I'm like okay so that's the Superman he is yeah that's the character he then breaks the guy's truck's like okay so he doesn't resort to like petty thuggery mm-hmm. and fighting the dude he, but he will get back at him, so he has some kind Destroy of... Destroy his entire livelihood. Yeah, so that guy's financially ruined, yeah. and uh, which that asshole kind of yeah. deserves it, but whatever. Um, that's still a thing Superman would not do. Uh-huh. Even though that guy deserves some level of comeuppance, I, I, that's still like a very petty human thing to feel the need to like yeah. do that. I, I, I would have. If Spider Man had done that, I'd be like, yeah, that's Spider-Man, yeah. He could yeah. have. A, but then again, like, if, you imagine, if you imagine, if you imagine, I do want to point. If out. you imagine Doc Ock has two two people in his mm. arms and is about to choke them to death and break their necks, and he's like, "You'll have to kill me, Parker." And then Parker breaks Doc Ock's neck in that movie. Yeah, I would flip the fuck out. I only yeah. think it's because weird. that's not what he would the do. The place where Doc Ock Spider Man does kill is the same place where Superman kills in the movie. What a train station. Well, it's essentially Grand Central Station. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice that, Brad? I thought that was cool. When does it kill? When Doc Ock kills Massacre. Super, like, superior. Oh, in superior. the comics, right. 
And this yeah. is the same place where Superman gets mm. his first kill in. Kawinky dink? I think not. Uh, this is really One more this song. really looks like a ballad. Once the public begins to reject Superman. Oh no! Stop City Hall from getting blown up. Then oh. <laughs> Crime. Boo hoo. <laughs> is this in Spanish? Dude, this is like. What's the. Wait. What's a more severe version of a close up? <laughs> He's holding know. an anchor. So they made him cry. Don't you know the strongest man can cry? Jesus. I'm sorry, I let you down, humanity. It doesn't work because he. Ha- <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry I let um, you down, humanity. That's, that's a, okay. <laughs> that's a good quote. You should say that. I'm what? sorry I let you down, humanity. I'm sorry I let you down, humanity. Yes. So, you know, it can always be worth <laughs> Superman, I suppose. You can fly. Saying. I can fly. I can see. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Zayas. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know. That's it for this week. Uh, no question of the week because we... Uh, record this in advance, but we love all your answers and everything. I I'm happily reading them. Sorry and again if I spoiled anything. Next week, and then never talk about Superman again. Well, I can't promise that. All right, because uh, I haven't read Unchained yet. Yeah, it was I, good. I liked yeah? it. I liked mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah. All right. It's again, like I said, like I said, nine hours ago at the beginning of this podcast. Uh, Fuck. <clears> I just <throat> got now. here. I just got here. It was. Uh, it's four ninety nine. Yeah, I know. So but it's, it's like and it's not. Pages, though, right? It's a normal sized comic book. No, the, 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 I feel like they have filler in the back. The main like, story it felt normal, and there was some kind of epilogue and maybe some other thing. But it was like the thing you, the reason you bought it, the Scott Snyder Superman was mm-hmm. not did not I, I did it not sound like you said Scott Steiner's Superman. Uh, please, God, I got any sugar. Thirty-five percent. <laughs> he knows he can't be me. By the way, listen At to the latest episode of uh, Cheap Popcast. Yeah, well, that was a good one. Ready for uh, the big payback. Talked about payback with yeah. Ryback. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and and other... we, did that, we did that TNA episode at my behest, and it was uh, it was a good time. I'm glad we I'm glad we did that. Yeah, you still well, find it more exciting than payback. As long as we're doing all the plugs, uh, well, Brett, you got other. I plugs? knew VGEmpire.com's video game music podcast. Uh, the last one we did was Rocket Knight Adventures episode 49, which Woo! was Rocket. Night Adventure, Sparkster, and then before that we did what Donkey Kong Country episode, Turbo Duo stuff with Lords of Thunder, uh, Full Mail. Who could there was a it? yeah a Sega CD Lite with uh, oh no that was the one the Wonders of Working Designs with Lunar Vi and Popful Mail. Wonderful uh, World of Sports was one of my favorites. Sport Cavalcade of Sports. The Cavalcade of Sports. Gillette presents everybody. And here come the pretzels. <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> Video game music podcast. What I it's what I love. I love game music to death. So. And uh, laser time. We just had a couple of great episodes. We did. I'm super proud of. Uh, I, I don't. We were recording this in advance again, but uh, that the the episode. There's an episode of children's game shows. Game shows for children. Guts double yeah. dare, and then animation for adults. <laughs> that is a, a good combo. It's a good. It's a good palate cleanser. It doesn't matter what order you listen to them in. It's, yeah. It's all stuff I think you're guaranteed to like. So check it out. LazyTimePodcast.com. Please subscribe. Review on iTunes. Was Liquid Television in there? Uh, I, you know, we didn't really re- touch re- on well, that. Remarking, it was, it was. We did talk about MTV cartoons. No, but it, we, we talk about Beavis and Butthead, the, the movie. Yeah. Even though it's not rated R. But the one thing they had in common is that everything is rated R because mm. it was released th- theatrically. Because there was, before South Park and Adult Swim, 
There was really no album. There are, are four or five mind-blowing R-rated adult cartoons per decade, mm-hmm. and they're weird. They're really and weird. kind of unwatchable because, that, like, once yeah. they, they have to wear that on their sleeve, they kind of go for broke. And man, geez, they some usually of those break. Are yeah, are completely irredeemable nowadays. Like, we're just going to have to be shocking on every level because we might not get to do this again. Mm. Ah, so, uh, listen to those guys. Uh, and until next time when we'll talk about Man of Steel again on your weekly Man of Steel no, podcast. No, no, we won't. Uh, Excelsior! Uh, Excelsior. what you get for complaining we talk about Marvel too much.